0: Hey friends, Ellie here. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I'm really excited. So we're going to get right into it. Please welcome our amazing guest, Alexandria Bobbitt. Before I got on, I was thinking about you and I'm like, wow, she really represents like how we come to know Jesus that we hear about good things and we hear some really cool things from people and that's what draws us to him your reputation around town or around, um, honestly, just a lot of communities is that you are a woman who lives out her faith very well.
1: Hmm, Thank you.
0: That means a lot to me. Thank you. So what does your season look like? And more specifically, what are some really both challenging moments in your days, but also hopeful moments that you're grateful for? Mm
1: hmm. Mm, what does my season look like um I think right now I am just walking into 2022 um I think a lot of times I try to hit the ground running and I'm just like okay what are we gonna do what's the goal like how what like how am I gonna change everything at once and like honestly, this time I'm just like, nope, like I want to make small changes that I can maintain and commit to and learn the power of consistency in this year. Um, And even while I'm like trying to lean into hope and the possibilities of what can be, I'm also just like, experiencing deeper satisfaction where I am like with those small things that I'm doing like continually like I'm trying to get my morning routine and my night routine and my rhythms with the Lord and all of those things not um yeah like I said not rock not running but very much walking um in this year so I'm grateful for that I feel like this is also a season of um just believing again. Um, there were a lot of challenges in 2021. It was a tough year and I knew that coming into 2022, like everything is not going to change just when the clock strikes, Mm -hmm. clock strikes 12 on um, January 1st. Um, but there was still like hope around just a fresh, fresh calendar, like a fresh 365 days. Um, kind of feeling like untainted by <laughs> yes by all of what happened in 2021 and so there was some hope but also the reality that um still dealing with some of the same things and healing from some of the same things and so um just continuing to learn to be patient and to go at a sustainable pace rather than trying to hit the ground running. And it's like, okay, well, what are you running away from if you're trying to hit Ooh. the ground running? <laughs> so I'd rather walk and like learn to be with myself and be with God with what is um, as I hope for
0: what will be. It's really cool because since we share the same Holy Spirit, I have been hearing a lot of similarities and mm-hmm. what you shared more specifically in a sustainable pace, because a lot of the times we as human beings do life fast and that's really cool. And it's really fun. There's a lot of energy in it, but as you and I both know, it is unsustainable for a long oh. term. Our world is something that has a lot of like the world has a lot of opportunities for us to do really cool things, but are we doing activities and are we having conversations and even just doing daily life in a way that is more than just something that will fade, but rather how you said consistency, it actually builds sustainable and long-term things. Mm. And yeah, I'm really encouraged by your response because I think there's a lot of beauty and it shows where you're at and how you're entering the new year. So thank you for sharing
1: yeah and that's so cool that there was some resonance too like you said like there's one holy spirit and um I think that it's really it's really time for us especially as like the people of God to like not take our cues from like culture and from fear and anxiety and um from social media but to really take our cues from the spirit like I mean it's been that time it's always been that time. Yes just saying like I I just feel that on a whole new level um that we have to get in step with the spirit and that like life in the flow of the spirit is so much better than any life that we can force
0: yes oh my goodness that was such a word (laughs) um what's interesting is I love how you're talking about a lot of topics and even just phrases that I've noticed that the faith community doesn't always discuss. We like to talk about the new year and having a large faith, which is awesome. We need those conversations. But lately I've had a lot of conversations about smaller things Mm. and reading scripture. I've noticed that Jesus also cares a lot about mundane, smaller moments Mm. than he does what we might dream of or long-term in the future. And it's not to push aside the reality that there are big things for us when we follow Jesus. But as I read scripture, I noticed that the characteristics that set followers of Jesus apart seems to be a lot more smaller things. The tongue of the wise brings healing and blessed is the one who is merciful. And I've noticed that followers of Jesus in the New Testament are characterized by love. And I know as I've witnessed your faith, you are someone who has those characteristics. Mm, Thank you.
1: This is the oldest I've ever been, but I'm still only 27 years old. Um, And so I think that I still have so much to learn um, about endurance and persevering and, um, and consistency in small things. But I will say that There's something like really beautiful, just about like very simple encounters with God that like sustain us. Like it doesn't take me being, and granted, I love church. I miss church so much, but it doesn't take being at a church service or being at a conference or um, even being in the presence of other people. Like those are all like pluses, but just like taking a moment to breathe, Mm
0: -hmm. like that is
1: an encounter with the Lord like just taking a moment to be silent and to breathe. And um, even like, um, just like, realizing I think I had this realization a few years ago that like things will never be the same like as they are right now and that is something to be extremely grateful for and that's something that is like man like I'm kind of grieving this already that it's not always gonna be like this so it's like a double thing and so like when that is the reality which it always is like it's just so much easier for me to remember like things won't always be like this um And to like just be in it, like how it is right now. And I think I often feel like um, for me, it can be hard to be present, um, but I have to like really breathe and like practice gratitude and remembering that things won't always be this way so that I can fully be aware and present in a moment. And I think then like drinking a cup of tea becomes an encounter with God, like eating a meal with your family becomes an encounter with God, like all of these things that we kind of take for granted a lot of the time or overlook, like I'm no longer overlooking. And I think that's also a part of slowing down, like when we're in a hurry, like we miss it we miss all of it and like I'm saying we meaning me like I'm talking about myself like I have often lived like in a hurry like I just felt like I was just a chronic
0: hurrier yeah Um,
1: and I think someone wrote um sorry I'm not giving him his credit but um at some point it was like that like hurrying is like violence to your soul wow And so I've been really for the last few years, even just working on like slowing down, savoring moments and experiences, watching the sunrise, like just different things to help me slow down and be rooted in the moment. And then also like taking the time to see, Mm -hmm. taking the time to see where God is at work, taking the time to see other people, taking the time to see um, the beauty in nature, like all of that um I think contributes to being able to slow down and um one thing I love about Jesus was that like he was so willing to be interrupted like all of his like a lot of his miracles I mean as you were preaching before about the little things but a lot of his miracles like he did not plan for them like he was open to them he was open to these people um approaching him and like I I think a lot about the woman with the issue of blood and how in a like in a crowd of so many people Jesus was was aware enough to notice like oh some power just left me like who touched me wow and then like even though he was on the way to somewhere where he was needed and he could have been rushing he wow. was not rushing and like took a moment to um to see this woman and to heal her even more deeply than just physically Um, because that was already done but he was like healing in her identity you know and like things like that so I want to be like Jesus in that way I don't want to miss moments wow Um, and I think that's what helps me to like I don't know what the original question was but that's what helps me to slow down and to like learn the way of Jesus and like learn the way of the spirit
0: yeah oh my goodness thank you for sharing and for sharing so authentically and vulnerability like vulnerable <laughs> vulnerable. I don't even know what it's whatever you want it to be that's what I'm saying <laughs> I think I have noticed that slowing down was the theme whenever the pandemic first hit of course everyone in the entire world was shocked by the fact that their schedules changed their housing changed their work changed and I would say that there was grace within that and there was a lot of grace from God wanting to connect back with his children through a pandemic. I would encourage both like you and anyone else who's following Jesus, don't allow a pandemic to be the thing that helps you see, but rather like continue in the small moments. You are a person of honor and I know you may not feel like it, but I noticed that when you were on stage and when you were off stage, you have the aroma of Christ. And I'm not just trying to hype you up or encourage you because you're the guest. But I was praying, and it really came to mind that you honor people so well. First of all, I am deeply
1: touched by that. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, that really touched me a lot, and I'm receiving it, so I'm taking a moment.
0: Thank you.
1: You're welcome. But uh, I think for me, I have always been fascinated by humans. Um, And I just think that for every person, like, I just, I don't know. I used to say, man, like, I just get love attacks about people. Like, just because I feel like every person just has so much, like, has a story, has, um, has different, like, just, expertise that they have and like things that they love people they love quirky things about them like I just I think people are incredible and I think even studying um, human development and psychological services mm-hmm. yeah um in college like that really opened my eyes to like just all of the pieces um and all of the things, and like the environments and the nurturing and the genetics that come together and make us who we are um and the fact that like God takes the time to create us in his image is just like it's ridiculous to me like it's it's amazing um and so I've always like just really loved humans and I think being a like growing up so I was the only girl of three boys mm-hmm. and I also um had two younger brother have two younger brothers mm-hmm. and so I just I think that I kind of assumed that like that little mama role like that oh. like sister mommy <laughs> role yes. and um sometimes to my detriment and theirs but um just really valuing like the nurturing of, Anything littler than me, honestly, or just anything. Period. I think that that really started then, like being a big sister, um, and realizing that, like, whoa, like I saw this baby when they were first born, and now I get to be a part of like their development and like helping oh, yeah, them. Yeah. And of course, I didn't feel like that at every point because yeah. there were moments when I was like, I can't wait until everybody in this house can wash themselves up and I don't have to help. But, <laughs> yeah, but right. also like, it's just it's so special. And even to this day, like, I think, I mean, I like, I love all people, but, like, babies and, like, little kids and Aww. old people are my favorite. I feel like everybody in between is just yes. okay. Um, <laughs> and I think that it's just really cool to, like, just see, like, how we develop and, like, um Yeah. And just like point out the special things about people. I think it's a gift. Like God has given me a gift um, to just see like what is, I think so much, so many of us focus so much on what is wrong with us. Like we're our biggest critics and um, we focus a lot on like what is wrong. And I think that God has just given me eyes, especially for others to see like what is right. And like what is beautiful and Ooh. what is what is really cool about you. And um even just like the gift of encouragement. Like I've always loved to like just encourage and uplift people and to point out the gold in everyone. Um and so yeah, I think that's where it comes from. I just, I just really love people, like God made them. Oh. Like I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> and that's not to say I don't get an attitude, and there's some people I don't like sometimes in this world. Yes, yes. Um, but for the most part, like, that is, I mean, that's why, like, I'm a campus minister, like, that is how I feel about students still, you know, and, like, when they ghost me, when they don't call back, when they leave me hanging for a meeting, I'm just, like, okay, let me remember that, like, God loves them, and they are on a journey, they are in a process, um, and so am I, and I think the more that I have experienced life myself, the more I have, Um, well I've been on a journey of self-love myself like loving myself more and being able to point out the gold in myself like not just having eyes for other people but being able to see myself the way that God sees me Um, but the more that I've gone through and just like struggled and wrestled and um, experienced deep sorrow like I think the more that I have felt like connected to and like in love with other humans as well so
0: you mentioned how in the moments when they don't respond, or they do not reply, or there's frustration, you remember to see them how God sees them, but also how you've been gifted. And something that's really awesome that not only you can see people clearly in the image of God, but also how we and seeing are actually created differently. And so for example, as you were speaking, you noticed that you see the best in them. And I noticed I usually see where they could be. And that's not wrong. And they're both beautiful. And God has gifted both of us with the ability for you to come alongside and say, like, this is your strengths, like continue to walk faithfully with the Lord. And then for me to say, like, walk faithfully, and this is where you're going And that is cool how the kingdom of God works, that we are all different and we all have similar gifts. But when you look in a smaller perspective, they might even be a little bit different.
1: Yeah. And that's I mean, that's so biblical. Like, I mean, the source of the gifts is the same, Mm -hmm. but like the way that they um, show up in us and like the gifts, they're different and they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. I remember learning in college that like I didn't have to worry about. Being good at everything, like my goal was no longer to be well-rounded. Ooh. My goal was to be good at finding people who were different from me and strong in areas where I was not, so that we could partner together. Oh, yeah. Like that was just such that was just such a relief. Like, whoo, I don't have to be everything, I don't have to know everything. Um, and yes, like God gives us what we need in different moments, yeah. but like a part of that is not just God giving us what we need but who we need
0: yes Um,
1: and so like just very grateful for that and I'm still learning that
0: oh I'm so proud of you I feel like I haven't even known you for that long but you've grown so much and I can just tell (laughs) by the way you talk I'm like yes thank you and she's still going and that's okay so what has been challenging in terms of seeing yourself as God sees you as well as allowing others to love you.
1: Oh, well, I for whatever reason pride, like that's a like but it's like oh, like I shouldn't I shouldn't need all this help or like this thing happened but I should be okay by now or that meaning that I sh- because I should have it all together, like I shouldn't need to ask for help. I shouldn't need to receive, like I should just be okay. Like God has called me like to ministry and all of these great things like and so I need to be okay um and I don't know I think it I think it even started even younger than this like even being in high school like doing ministry in high school and feeling like oh like people are looking to me like people Mm -hmm. um I'm here to help like that is my role like I am here to help I'm here to minister um and so I don't really know where I can go for the help and the ministering. And granted, like, I have always been surrounded by amazing women, like amazing women in my life um, who have poured into me and just like, in the words of Mr. Rogers, like, love me into being. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think with friends, it has always been harder because I used to see myself as like, I don't think that I really understood friendship. Really, I think that I'm more so kind of like I, I kind of expected that if my friends weren't getting something from me, like if I wasn't helping them, if I wasn't praying with them, if I wasn't listening to them, like that they would not find value in just me, just being wow. or just needing something. And so it was always harder for me with friends to like, A, know who my friends were and then be like be convinced that people just liked me because I was me, not wow. because I was a good counselor or mentor or minister um, to them. And so I would say um, a couple of relationships in high school and then a bunch of relationships in college really helped me to learn like just the power of friendship and just being with people, not doing anything for them, not providing not- anything to them, like just being with them. I think too people just want to be a part of your life like in I mean granted, you know people have different motivations and things like that and intentions but like there are some people who just want to be a blessing who just want to love you who just and that actually blesses them yeah and so i think it's also important to think about how like we were created for each other to give and receive and if we're not allowing someone to like give and pour out like yeah. that's a disservice to them too yes it's not just a disservice to ourselves and so um
0: yeah. Who is someone that has shaped your faith in a really, really amazing way? I have to say,
1: um, my best friend, um, yeah. her name is Kwanzaa. She is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually passed away in 2021. Um, July. It's actually, oh my gosh, six months today. Wow. Um, six months ago today, she passed away. And um, we went to college together. So we were involved in campus ministry as um, college students. And then we were just doing life together, even apart, um, as we both graduated and went sep- our separate to our separate cities, um, mm-hmm. back home to Chicago, and then back to Evanston, where we went to college. Um, and her like to Jacksonville, Florida, and then later to um, California. But anyways. Um, her like we just man we just asked questions we asked big questions of God and like we had moments where um we were able to and I think that like where we were able to like really wrestle and I think that like her her wrestling and like what she would see in in scripture what she was seeing in the world like in her questions it just drove me deeper like it helped um, me go deeper into questioning like okay yeah like what does God mean by this or like why why is this happening um in ways that I wouldn't have normally asked the question or like even seeing um what she was seeing so like what she saw like enlightened me you know mm-hmm. and We also just had moments together as well where we were like just growing spiritually um, and just like believing God and like we would just stay up praying like we would just pray and like listen to God and prophesy and all of these different things um, to help us to like just stay connected. Like, and it was like, we were staying connected to God, but like through our relationship with God, we also stay connected to one another as well. And like, I mean, like we rested in God and just relished in the spirit as well Mm -hmm. as like went, went to war, you know, like, and just prayed and interceded. And she was my prayer partner and, um, just being, just having the ability to like, see her life and be let in, and to be someone that was allowed to love her, wow. like, gave me a, such a greater insight to God. And I remember when she died, um, one of my friends was saying, like, man, I want to know the God that Kwanzaa knew. Because she just had, like, such a strong, like, faith in God and that does not mean that she did not doubt I think that her faith was strong because she took the time to doubt and to ask questions and to be unsure and to be angry and um and you know to be sad about different things and to lament but then also to rejoice and to be strengthened yeah. and to be restored um and to just draw near to God so like I feel like she yeah, she was just really my partner in it all and my teacher in so many ways too. Um, and I just, I pray that everybody will have a friend um, that they can really be bare with. Yeah. Um, and also like at the same time that that, and that that same friend will be the one that can like help them to be clothed in love in righteousness, you know, like, um, because I feel like, I, I experienced through that relationship what it really meant to be covered that was she man like changed my life changed my life and I'm it's still like it's still crazy how just things that she has said or things that we've done together or that she did um it's still impacting me today and I'm still gleaning from and learning from her and unwrapping like the gift
0: um, that she was and still is Oh my goodness. I don't even want to say anything. I don't even know what to say. Thank you so much for sharing so transparently. Yeah, man. I feel like you just talking about her brings me joy, but also like, I am sad because you like have experienced sorrow and something I would want to share is that I remember whenever Naomi told me about her passing away. And I was really sad. And I remember talking with Naomi about it and supporting her. And what's interesting is when I actually met you in person, I realized, oh my goodness, this journey of life is actually so much more than hearing about it. Like when I saw you, I remember praying and thinking, you have so much depth. Like that was the one word that came to my mind when I met you because. Although I had heard about your faith, both through joy and sorrow, when I saw you, I realized, whoa, she is a woman of such depth that you would carry all these characteristics of Jesus and just how he has walked out a lifestyle of depth and caring love for his disciples and strength for the crowds and um, sorrow for the cross, like, oh, it's just that we were created to be people of depth and not just one level. And I know that both you and your best friend do it very well. And I will say that, like,
1: I feel like a big
0: part of the reason that I
1: have that depth is because of her,
0: Yeah, you know,
1: like, and even in grief, like, there have been so many like hidden gifts of grief, um, and I'm not trying to romanticize or glamorize it. Like it's it's very painful. It's very hard. But like there have just been so many gifts of it, and I think one of them has been being able to experience like okay, because this is this is for me personally, like one of the deepest sorrows I've ever known. Like I also think that like joy hits different too. Kwanzaa's friendship taught me like in her life is that like our sorrow digs a deeper well for joy. Wow. Um, and I think I I think I found that quote in college and shared it with her because I just felt like she embodied it so much. I've never even imagined a future like without her. And um like just feeling like I was just kind of dwindling away myself. That like God has still presented me with so many like gifts in the present and like also the promise of like life as well and yeah yeah,
0: it's a gift as we both know sometimes the world isn't just slow it feels like it stops Uh, and you're like what in the world do I do like I don't even want to think about going to work I just want to sit here in the darkness and just be that's all I want and so something I would say is that When the world feels like it's stopping, look for the people that are slowed down. I just didn't want to speak about how amazing Jesus is and how life is really, really beautiful without acknowledging the people who do not see it as that and for the people that do not even believe that that can exist. And so, Mm -hmm. but through your sharing, it is very clear that both joy and sorrow are blended into the life of following Jesus
1: something that I've been considering a lot lately is the cost of discipleship you know and like that there is a cost and that like at the same time that there is a cost and um that a lot is like difficult and hard like Jesus is our reward we get like we get him like I don't know it's 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 I think over and over again like that God reminds me why he's worth it because there there are a bunch of moments where it's just like is this worth it like is following jesus worth it is this really what i want to do with my life like just being honest like even as a campus minister like there are days that i go to campus and i come home and i'm like what am i doing and why am i doing it um and then there are just those moments in those slow slow down moments where i'm able to take a breath be honest about how i'm feeling and um, whether it's I'm hearing a story about a student or uh, I'm just remembering like my time with the Lord like whatever it is like uh, I'm reminded it's not easy but I think for me like I have resolved that it is the only way
0: so even when yeah. I'm upset
1: like I'm gonna be upset like but I'm a-
0: I've had moments in faith where I say, man, last season I was all in for Jesus and now I'm not really sure, you know, I might peace out, talk to him later. You know, I will message people that are in my community and I'll say, Hey, will you tell me about Jesus? Like, will you share what you're learning? And Ooh, that's what I'm saying. That's so um, good. And they'll say, yeah, like, this is what Jesus is like showing me and it's encouraging. And sometimes I have to even go a step farther where I say, hey, will you show me how Jesus is faithful and how he is merciful? And the reason why I ask intentional questions is because I will say, man, in this season and in this moment, I do not see Jesus as just. But the Bible says he is. And I Mm -hmm. read in scripture that he is. Mm -hmm. And I've heard from your life he is. So I'm going to go on the assumption and belief that my heart is the one that is different rather than his. And it's mm-hmm. through having those really, really hard conversations that we are drawn back to him and that we realize, ah, oh, it's still yes. Like he is still the one that we should be with yeah. and follow.
1: Oh, Ellie, that is so good. That is Thank so you. good. And like, you're reaching out to your community. Like you're being like, that's an act of vulnerability, you know? So yeah. be like, hey, like I'm not really feeling this right now. Can you remind me yes. like of who Jesus is and that he's still good news? Like, because I think so often, even as a church, like we have, we take this approach of like, oh, like we need to preach the gospel out there. And it's like, well, I got to preach the gospel to myself and I need others to preach it to me like all the time for me to stay in this and to remember. And so it's just like, that was just such a beautiful um, just illustration of like community and what's it for and how we help each other to Mm -hmm. remember and to like know again, like who God is and like why we are here. Um, And I think that it's also just a reason that like Christianity is not a personal self-help like program
0: yeah absolutely to make
1: you better and something like that's like just private and personal like it is meant to be communal like we are meant to do this together there is no other way and so yeah I just I love all of that and that is so good. And I think in a lot of ways, like I've never asked anybody those specific questions, but I think now I will. Um, but th- there are times when like my friends just know like, oh, she's low or like, oh, something is going on. And like, yeah, they they pray and they remind me and they speak over my life. And um, it literally like awakens my soul. Nice.
0: Is there anything you would like to share as a final word to our friends? Hmm. I guess like
1: I'm just sitting here um, and the only thing on my heart right now is that like Jesus is worth it like and that's wherever you are like Jesus is worth investigating Jesus is worth seeking Jesus is worth following Um, because honestly like the way of this world just wants to run us into the ground like the way of this world like honestly is how we are going to end up like dying and some for I mean sometimes very physically um but also like spiritually um emotionally but the way of Jesus is like life and life more abundantly even when that includes suffering even when that includes pain yeah Um, and so yeah I'm just sitting with that that Jesus is worth it Jesus is worth the time of to take to discover to encounter
0: um To get to know and to follow. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's such an honor. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. It's really amazing that Alex is someone who lives out her faith so well that people can hear about her and be drawn to her to know more simply because she is someone who is in a deep relationship with Jesus, and that represents how we're drawn to Him. A lot of us hear about Jesus before we actually know Him personally, and actually, the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, and so it makes sense that we are drawn to Him through others' conversations and through the way that they live out their life. And I'm very grateful that Alex is someone who lives out a lifestyle of joy, of peace. Honestly, a word that comes to me when I think about her is mercy, that she is someone who extends a lot of grace and mercy towards anybody. And that is definitely a characteristic of Jesus. If you're interested in hearing more from her or learning more about her life and ministry, please feel free to read in the description of today's episode. But otherwise, go in peace and join us next time when we come and see.